Welcome to your weekly dose of comedy with your host, Dana Pereira. Where's our participation trophy? Hey guys, welcome back to Where's Our Participation Trophy. I'm Dana Pereira, and my guest today is Stefan, not Steven, the host <laughs> of a comedy oh. advice podcast. Wow, Dana, thank you so much for doing the research, getting my name right. You have no idea how often people, they Steve me. Uh, Of course they do. It literally took three seconds of an intro on one of your videos to recognize that you were Stefan, not Steven. And immediately I was like, how many people fuck up his name? It has to be nonstop constantly. If I had a nickel for every time, I'd have like, 25 nickels i would so that's not that many (laughs) it's not too bad yeah that's like per day so it's a slow trickle but i yeah it's uh a lot of people it's just my parents they like they like to leave a little mystery so they were like should we make it phonetically ambiguous or straightforward and they were like no let's have people guess for the rest of his life So, so here i am did they just like not want you and they just decided to make your life miserable or pretty, pretty much. I think I came out of the womb and instead of crying, I was like, well, actually <laughs> Jurassic Park is has two episodes. And they were like, oh, my God, this kid is going to be so annoying. Let's just call him Stefan with a PH. Yeah, and... we might as well just get him a, a, an annoying name to go with his annoying face. <laughs> and and that, that's how I was born. Yeah, exactly. That's my middle name. Stefan annoying face. Satani. It's a good name. Uh, it's a strong name. Thank you. I, it does work out. I do. I do work it out because I have to say it so many times where I'm like, it's actually Stefan. So. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. My mom really screwed me too. So my name is Dana, which very straightforward, but she spelled it with a Y. So it was like, I never got those little plaques, like those license plates when you were on vacation oh. and, you know, like the pens that had your name on it, anything that had your name on it. I never got to participate in because she spelled it Dana with a Y and I got to be honest, like, I think that I needed therapy since the time she put it on my birth certificate. Oh, man. Do you feel stronger now, though? Do you feel like a uh, I was going to say variant, but I don't yeah. think that's the right word. You- I'm a Dana variant. You're like COVID outbreak. You're like the Delta of Dana's. You're just yeah. stronger. You spread easier. You're just so uh potent i guess now now you stand out from all the other danas yeah you know i probably could have just used more hugs or something but i guess i'm funny now so that helps that hey that's i think that helped me too it squeezed a little comedy nectar out of me as well because steven stefan i mean it's just it's a you got to make jokes or you just are miserable and you know i i balance that out with misery and a little comedy yeah, yeah. So you are a stand-up comic also. I am. Yes, I do some stand-up on the side. I am mostly podcaster, but I've started to dabble in stand-up just because I've had so many guests that do stand-up. And I got interested and I started doing it and it's very fun. But I also realized at an early point when I was starting my podcast, I could really put a hundred percent of my time into one of these things because I already have my nine to five. I'm a digital marketer by day. And I am also in a loving relationship with wifey and I've got my two little 
kitties with cats, not little kids, <laughs> and uh, just trying to Tease, feed not them. Kiddies. <laughs> I know it's so tough. Us Americans with the t- it's kitties. Maybe I'd have to be more British on that one. Oh, I have two yeah. little kitties. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I felt like I had enough time to really put 100% into one of those. And I ended up doing podcasting for a while. And that's when the pandemic hit. And so I was able to, luckily enough, get a lot of stand-up comics that all of their shows had been canceled. And I learned about the trade. And then I've just recently started getting back into it. And I've hosted, uh, I think... Uh, a couple weekends at a comedy club. I've done some stand up at some other places. So I'm getting back into it and it's a, a jolly good time. Man, I got to tell you. Uh, so, two things that I have for you here. One, Please. how the fuck have you gotten your lineups? Because these people that I've seen that you have had on your show, I'm like, I want them. I want that one. I want that one. I want that one. And so I'm absolutely going to be greasing your wheels here right now to be like, yo, you, you need to back me up whenever I. <laughs> Please. When I'm reaching out to these people. (laughs) (laughs) No, please grease all the wheels. I all, you know, I also envied your sweet lineup as well because I saw that you had the one and only Carol Baskin, and you've also had Liz Mealy, who is delightful. I listened to a couple of your episodes, including the one with Liz Mealy, and the dialogue was just electric. I I had to shower because my hair was all shocked. I thought you were standing out in the rain. You were just out there praising podcasting out in the rain, twirling. (laughs) Oh, your syllables were just like little droplets of joy on me. And I just, (laughs) the neighbors didn't understand. That's what I have to deal with. But, but no, it was fantastic. And to answer your question, how did I get these people? I luck at first and then also no fear of rejection second. So basically what I did, I think it was, well, Jesse May Peluso was probably one of the first guests that I had that was a bigger comedian uh-huh. that was touring, headlining. And then I think she she just ended up um, on a Netflix show. She's the host of Tattoo Redo oh. on Netflix, okay. which if if you haven't seen it, it's... Um, there's there's a whole bunch of stink about that ink. And oh, that, no oh, that should be the synopsis. No Damn. <laughs> exactly. Not even a letter. And so <laughs> that's basically the show. There are two people. One person has a, a tattoo that they regret. And then the other person uh, gets to choose what the redo is going to be. No fucking way. Oh, way. Yeah, it's insane. And then hilarity ensues because sometimes, although all the episodes that I've watched, there hasn't been a time when the person's like, I hate it. But maybe they did deep down. You try to look <laughs> at their face to see in between because they're like, I their love eyes it. are lying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, would you let somebody do that? Let's say your wife gets to pick your tattoo. Do you trust her? Oh, I trust her more than I trust myself. I am tattooless, actually. I no don't way. have a single a single droplet of ink on my skin. And it's just because I have such bad ADD that I would probably change my mind. And well, also I've told some of the ideas to my wife and she's like, "Are you serious? Are you serious?" Cuz I I uh I speak Italian and Brazilian Portuguese, and so I was thinking of putting a word in Italian that doesn't really translate too much that means a lot to me and my wife's like that's dumb and i was like okay that's 
Well, then you married a good one then, because, you know, honesty is really, really key in a relationship. Oh, I cherish it so much. She's the most honest, most blunt person I've ever met. And I really, I love it because I wouldn't, I would, I know where I stand with her. I know exactly where I stand. And if she's mad at me, I know why it's no guessing game. It's just, Hey, Steph, Stephicals, you left the toilet seat open again. And I'm like, okay, now I get it. You're mad. Punishment ensues. And then uh, redemption, hopefully flowers. (laughs) And then just it it repeats. And the cycle, the cycle of life. Yeah. My husband, uh, I would have a penis on my face. No question. No question about it. He would (laughs) absolutely be like, oh, this is going to be so fucking funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, my wife would probably do the same of me. (laughs) Yeah. Just like just like the tip coming out right here. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Just the penis squirting. (laughs) And it's like your hair. (laughs) The penis goes from your nose all the way up. It's going to, you know, and then the hair is the the semen. Coming out, it's just especially like when you go gray. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that would be. I mean, it gets better with age. That works beautifully. Yeah, it's the tattoo that ages well. <laughs> Ex- god, I think we've stumbled across something. I wouldn't we be surprised have. if oh. if uh, that's the new TikTok trend. Just uh, dick talks, and then people are getting little dick tattoos on their faces. What I else? hope it it tag us, would you please? Because I want to please. <laughs> Hashtag dick talk, please. Yes. So uh, your podcast, a comedy advice podcast, as I was originally hearing the title of it, I was like, oh, cool. He's giving advice on how to do comedy. And then I was like, or is he giving funny feedback for advice? Oh, well, you see, that's an excellent question because I come from a long line of Satanis that don't really know how to brand themselves correctly. Hence the Steven Stefan scenario, (laughs) as well as a comedy advice podcast. I I bring on the comedians and Uh we talk a little bit about themselves because a lot of them I have never met before. So it's a great way to just chisel at that ice until it Uh breaks. And then then we get into the advice portion where we actually take questions that either listeners submit or send from the Reddit advice column or Yahoo answers or wherever. And then we answer them. And what's your like latest questions that, that you've had submitted that you've had to answer with a comedian? Oh man. I mean, one of them was I'm taking a girl out on our third date. We haven't kissed yet. We're going to go swimming how do I make the move? And so we, and? Yeah, we had to, we had to answer that one. I can't remember what answers we gave. I think it was just give up, find a different girl or um, kiss her before you get in the water. So that way it's not as awkward or just um, pretend to drown so that she can give you CPR just like Smalls did. On, oh, that's um, a good one. Definitely yeah. pretend to drown. That's the, the yeah. that's the winner one right there. <laughs> that's how I met my wife is just being a total, just being helpless. And then she comes to my aid. Oh, so. and she was like, I'll save you. Cause that's what us women do. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what the masculine version of damsel is maybe a damso, but I, I, I was a damso in distress, distress, damso in distress. I like that. That might be the title of this episode. We'll see. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
Love it. <laughs> uh, so bringing you on here, I did ask my listeners a couple of questions and what they were, were things that you thought would be a much bigger deal in life when you were a kid. And then it turns oh. out, nope, you never have to deal with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. The first one here says, Eating cake or ice cream for dinner. I remember the first night in my own apartment, I killed a pint of Ben and Jerry's and then I got a stomach ache. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I would lie if I said I hadn't done that before. I'm an ice cream fiend. And so I've actually, God, I feel like I haven't been on ice cream in a couple of months because the whole tub, I'll just devour it. Ice cream. (laughs) injecting it yeah i'm like where's that ben and jerry's i don't want any of that shitty stuff i want want that blue bunny i want the b and j need the fucking primo stuff (laughs) exactly oh no that store brand rainbow sherbert or whatever the hell that is i need the cookie dough what's your favorite ice cream by the way what do you oh so mine is hands down it's what i craved whenever i was pregnant too with my last two children uh baskin robbins mint chocolate chip oh Fuck yes. I love mint chocolate chip. It's one of my all-time faves. I mean, sometimes I might cheat on it a little bit and go for a little chocolate chip cookie dough or Uh cookies and cream, but mint chocolate chip, I just love it because it feels so light. I feel like I'm not even eating any cream, anything heavy. Yeah. See, I'm not mad at like any of the flavors of ice cream. I mean, if you put a bowl of ice cream in front of me, odds are I'm going to eat it. Doesn't really matter what it is. Yeah, but fair. it's the and for me it's Baskin Robbins specifically. Just I don't know the way their texture is, the way that it tastes. That's my favorite. And uh, yeah, mm. I ate a pint every night whenever I was pregnant with my kids. Every night, and then I was like, "Why did I gain sixty pounds? That's so weird." <laughs> <laughs> that almost makes me want to be pregnant so that I can just have that excuse to eat pint after pint. Honestly, it makes me want to be pregnant now because now I'm on this bullshit like, oh, you got to eat 1200 calories a day to maintain, you know, like you start to get older, your metabolism slows down. It's a bunch of crap. (sighs) And now I'm, you know, eating fucking rabbit food and wishing that (sighs) I could just get fat, but I can't yet. I can't let it go yet someday, but not today. I I feel you. I feel you. I have my own protein pellets that I have right after I get off my hamster wheel. And yeah. YouTube exercise videos. It's just, uh, I'm regretting my, like, I feel like I'm jiggling a slight bit more from yesterday because I had a pizza and all that, all those calories just came to me in full force. My metabolism was like, no, it was like a little damzo. No, yeah. <laughs> Isn't no it one was funny there to help. How it's like one fucking day, one day. I lost <sighs> five pounds last week. I was so stoked. So yesterday I went hard. I ate everything in sight. I drank my weight in wine. I was like, yeah. And then I woke up this morning and I was like two and a half pounds heavier. And I was like, what? It took me seven days to lose five pounds. And it took me six hours to gain two and a half. (laughs) It's so, it's so frustrating. And I feel like I just wake up. I feel puffier. If I have one of those days, which I do, I have either Sunday or Saturday, my wife Uh and I will do a cheat day. Then I just wake up. I feel like my cheeks are a little puffier. I feel like a little more swollen on the feet. I feel like I just got off a long flight on an airplane and, Uh, uh, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe it's all the regret. The regret just builds up 
And uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's the not two water pedals. weight. That's regret. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one says, I thought that the Bermuda triangle was going to be a much bigger problem than it turned out to be. Hey, you know what? I agree with that. I, I thought that there were going to be so many more people missing, but I guess people just either heated advice. Is it still there? And people are just like, oh, let's just not go that way. I have no idea, but honestly, there was a point in time because nobody was dying in the Bermuda Triangle. It wasn't coming up on the news that I thought it was like Santa Claus. Like I was like, oh, they just made this shit up. And, and <laughs> I thought it was like, uh, uh, what's it called? Like an urban legend. And no, it turns oh. out the Bermuda Triangle is a real thing. People have disappeared there. Uh, but yeah, it's, it has not affected my adult life quite in the way that I thought it might. Nor I, nor I. Yeah, maybe you're right. I, I, yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> I haven't even heard those words together in years. So, I mean, good job, everybody not being lost and good job us for prioritizing the things that are really, really important. Like also, ice cream. Like ice cream. Also, does anybody else picture the Bermuda Triangle to be like a triangle shaped like island or something <laughs> like I just picture just like a triangle and it says Bermuda on it. That's it. That's the Bermuda triangle. I I imagine it to be, I don't know if you ever remember if I, this might be dating myself quite a bit, but I remember in kindergarten and first grade, there were all these books and there were, oh shoot, it was like Mr. Happy, Mr. Sad, and they were different shapes and I, I just imagine Mr. Triangle and it's Bermuda Triangle. And he's he's really lost. sad. He, he's really lost. <laughs> he doesn't know where to go in life. Mr. Bermuda Triangle lost his way. <laughs> um, this one says, I seriously thought ninjas would be more would be a more prominent part of my life. Real ones, not like inter- internet jokes. Hey, we're nothing if not stupid when we're kids, right? <laughs> Plus, ninjas are really cool. Hey, I, you know what? We I cannot, I can't talk badly about that because, well, actually, yeah, I can't because ninjas, you know, you're never gonna see them. They're they're practically they're ninjas. Invisible. They're ninjas. So they're I expected to be seen or, or heard. So they are just invisible. They're there, but you can't see them. So I kind of I I do. I have heard ninjas so much though in the world where people have tried to add that on their title. Like I'm a marketing ninja or I'm a subway artist ninja. And you know, some people earn that. What is that supposed to mean? Is that supposed to mean like nobody sees or here's my marketing ninja, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Which is kind of against (laughs) what you want, right? Maybe they don't know that they're, Adding a pejorative and adjective. Quiet and in there. the background. You have never heard of me. <laughs> I will make your marketing tank. Because yeah. I won't be there. Uh, yeah, good question. Oh, this one's a really good one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. People getting hit on the head and getting amnesia. And then you would have to hit them on the head again to get their memory back. <laughs> okay. I like this one. Yeah. I feel like that happened in a lot of TV shows. So 
many movies and stuff like that. And I would be lying if I didn't say, like, if I fell and hit my head that I would be like, wait a minute, do I recognize you? That's my mom. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, no amnesia. I'm good. <laughs> you know. The, the, the only reason that I stopped believing it is because I had two brothers. One of them hit the other one on the head with a two by four. And uh, he did not get amnesia. He got a concussion. So he's okay. But my mom was like, I asked her, I was like, is he going to remember stuff? And she's like, oh, yeah, he's going to be fine. He has a concussion. Don't worry, honey. I'm going to hit him on the head with the two by four again. And it'll all come flooding back to him. We took him to the doctor and he's like, I got just what you need. And he just hit him again with the two by four. We had to go to the pharmacy and the pharmacist was like, okay, do you want generic two by four or do you want the premium lumber? Oh, and, uh, man. Could you imagine how much that would cost these days? Like the bill for that must have been outrageous. Astronomical. My mom was like, can I just go to Home Depot? And they're like, no, this is a specially built two by four to help mm. with the reverse amnesia. It, it's uh, lumber to wake you from your slumber. And so we went and did it. <laughs> So how many movies can you think of right now that actually have like people with amnesia and then they have to like come out of it? Like, I remember what was that? Like while you were sleeping or something like that, wasn't that like Sandra Bullock or something? Oh yeah. Sandra Bullock, Bill Pullman. My mom lo- adored that show and a movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I, it's kind is it ironic that we can't really remember the movies where people can't remember things? Maybe. <laughs> oh, hey, you know how some people think that we're all in a simulation. Maybe we were all just hit in the head with a piece of lumber. And now we can't really remember specific things. I honestly hope we all are in a simulation <laughs> because you know what? I mean, that would just mean like unlimited potential <laughs> because I don't clearly don't believe in myself for unlimited potential. Just being me. I have to be in a simulation. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I mean, my confidence is way down here. So I I feel like if I was in a simulation, that would just give me a nice little boost. I feel like if I was in a simulation, the Mm -hmm. first thing I would do is probably go to Baskin Robbins and get as much ice cream as I could. It's a great idea. I mean, probably not gain a pound. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And not gain any weight. I would just go and eat it from the tub. And I was... Yeah, not even like the really big scoop too. like none of those plastic little tiny fucking spoons. No, you get the scooper in that bitch. My God, (laughs) just just my hand. Did you just orgasm? I think you just orgasm. (laughs) I think my taste buds did start to climax a little bit, especially the ones you orgasm. Oh, my gosh. It was just a scoop of pleasure and I couldn't help it. I'm so sorry, uh, listeners and viewers. I apologize about that. Maybe yeah. we can censor it out in post. I'm going to have to x-ray but... this now. Oh, man. Yes. It's just x-rated <laughs> flavors over here. Woo. Um, here's another movie one that may have formed some opinion in your childhood. Uh, quicksand is significantly less of a problem than I thought it would be. Thanks, 80s movies. Oh, man. Well, in Arizona, it's a little bit different. It is a constant danger. So I do have to watch where I'm stepping at all times or else. You're kidding me. No, no. I've we never have... heard of a single person getting swallowed whole by Arizona sand. Does this happen in Arizona? Oh, all the time. Yeah. In the uh, Bermuda desert. It's, it's 
crazy. There's this specific triangle. No, it's it, I don't, With I don't think. you. <laughs> uh you yeah so you really got to watch out but besides that no that's never happened i've never seen quicksand although i expected it a lot more being in the desert going on those desert hikes listen i but pretty no. much expected any sand at all that i was going to step on i had to like like put my foot out and be like okay test it okay am i sinking no oh a little bit no okay wait all right. I think this one's safe. I don't think this is quicksand, guys. I think this is just the beach. <laughs> I think there were procedures in school, too. It was like, if you approach quicksand, make sure that you don't move. And because if you move and you wriggle, it'll you go, you'll down go down faster. quicker. Yes. And so you have to try and find something to grab onto and just slowly climb out of it. That is, is that very a- true. Why do we all have that common knowledge? And we have never not once had to yell for anyone to get a rope and throw it down the quicksand hole. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a pretty crazy thing. I mean, a lot of us know how to do that, but we don't know that you shouldn't eat Tide Pods. Uh, it's, I know. These knowledge banks. Yes. Man, was it the Princess Bride? Is that why we know that? Did he mm. tell her not to move maybe? That she would go down faster? I think it was. That's one of the, yeah, it could have been. It well, there been. you go. Proof that most of our common knowledge comes from movies that told us lies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you ever like say things as fact? You're like, no, it's, it's true because I saw it on Star Wars. So... <laughs> Oh, yes, absolutely. I think uh, on Friends, uh, although I think this is true, I can't remember, but about peeing on a jellyfish sting. Yes. If that's I, true. I'm not sure. I think that is true. I, okay. I don't know. I've never been stung by a jellyfish, though, but if I do, I'll pee on it and I'll let you know. In fact, I'm going to go down to the beach later today and then I'll, I'll let you know what happens. Please no, but you got be careful so that it's like on your foot or somewhere that you... Can that safely. I can reach with my own pee. Exactly. It's it's got to be within we weech. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, oh God. Uh. This next one says the neatness of my handwriting would play a part in how successful I was as an adult. Hello, ever heard of doctors? Oh Lord. Oh my. Did you did you have to learn cursive? Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because now I write in cursive. Like I have a journal that I haven't written in a long time, but I used to write a lot in it and I would just leave it out. I just leave it on the chair. I don't care if my husband wants to read it, my kids or whatever, you know, like it's just nothing I wouldn't ever say to anybody anyways. So I would just leave it out. And my son walks over to it and he's 14 and he starts flipping through it. And he's like, mom, why did you write this in code? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not I, I code. Was, <laughs> I was thinking, oh my god, that's beautiful. I love that. That could be the I can't remember if you do stand up or not, but that would be a great bit. I that do not a, a, do stand up, although I'm going to come to you for some advice because maybe I will. Mm, you definitely should and you could be like I write a journal um and I write it in code so that my kids can't read. It's called cursive. Yeah. cuz I think <laughs> I, I was thinking that as you were saying that, I was like, I wonder if, if 
Dane his kids can read cursive because I don't know if I would be able to if I hadn't been trained in the arts. So yeah. Well, it's, it's also it's interesting different. because my husband is dyslexic. So he has a hard time reading just regular print. So whenever, whenever I first met him, I would write like his Christmas cards or his birthday cards in cursive. And finally he was like, I have like, this will take me seven hours to get through because cursive and he's dyslexic. He's like, please start printing in my cards. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is, that's too funny. I, I think it's so cool. The technology we have today. Because speaking of which, Liz Mealy, also dyslexic. Uh-huh. And yeah. um, a couple of my friends are dyslexic. And so now I just, instead of texting them, I'll send them a voice message, which I think is super cool. I don't know if that's annoying to them or even more annoying because they're like, well, I can't really just listen to this at work or I can't listen to this in public. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, there's time. My sister does that to me too. I get a lot of voice messages from her and I'm like, Okay, yeah. well, you know, I'm at the gynecologist and she doesn't really give a fuck about, you know, <laughs> how wasted you got on Saturday. So, <laughs> Hold yeah. on, I'm getting a voice message here. I'm in quicksand. And the gynecologist yeah. like, I'm, I'm sorry. Can you turn it down? Can you? <laughs> no phone policy in here. We know that's a lie. Nobody ever gets stuck in yeah. quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, first off. Yeah. There's only one quicksand zone. And Listen, in the first rule of doctor school, nobody's dying in quicksand. Okay. <laughs> That's how you tell the real doctors from the fake ones. Exactly. They, you know, the real ones know. Um, here, we'll do one more here. It says, I thought the only way to settle an argument with an adult was to say, let's take this outside. <laughs> I never knew what they did outside. I just assumed that they didn't want anyone to hear what they were saying. <laughs> Holy shit. Where did this person grow up in the That's... wild, wild West? <laughs> Damn. Jeez. Or, or like, a, yeah, a bar. Did they grow up in a, that's crazy. In a saloon. In saloon. <laughs> yeah. I thought the only way people settled things was this town ain't big enough for the <laughs> two of us. And then they duel. Wow. Oh man. This person is really I would not want to mess with this person as a grown up. That's probably well, I don't know. They were like, I always thought they were just going outside to talk. Clearly, they never stuck a like, or snuck a peek out the window or anything because they were like, Oh, they're just talking out there, not beating the shit out of each other. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I would totally mess with this person in that case. That's yeah. okay. I feel more comfortable. That's or great. I'm sure they're a like, great person. Listen, if you do try and say, let's take this outside, you should know to duck <laughs> like, because someone's swinging yes exactly i have oh my god i've never been in a fight and i am a 33 year old boy and never never taken this outside i've kept this inside because probably I, a smart I knew. move yeah what about your I'm brothers did you ever fight your brothers oh yeah yeah we would punch each other right in the face sometimes yes. we would get <laughs> So you did a little yes. fighting. <laughs> so we, yeah, that's true. We, <laughs> we would brawl a lot, but, uh, and then what really sucked is I'm the oldest, but one of my other brothers, well, they're both bigger than me now too. Yeah. They're both bigger. So they can both beat the shit out of me. So yeah. now I use words. Now I'm, now I'm a pacifist because I realized <laughs> that I'm the smallest. Yeah. My ex, um, and I've probably told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. He 
likes to pretend like he's hard. And I say this with so much love. My ex and I are really close. He's a good friend of mine. He's the father of my older two children. Um, Mm -hmm. But I always Mm -hmm. laugh at him because he's always like, oh, like mean mugging people like, oh, kick your ass. Like, don't let them mess with you and stuff like that. But the one fight that he got into one fight, he ran up to a guy when he wasn't looking, kicked him and then ran away. (laughs) One time. And I was like, that doesn't count. That that does that does not count. No, he's no. got to get in another one. He's got to if he wants to count it because that one is like <laughs> half quarter fight. That's like an count. ambush. That's that is an ambush. That is not a fight. That is, uh, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but that is the most pussy move that you could possibly do whenever you are getting into a fight with someone. <laughs> That's very true. I mean, some could argue that it's a ninja attack because he was not seen or heard, but I like maybe they turned around and saw him and and then he just was relinquished of his uh, of his ninja status. But I mean, solid. I don't realistically, if I had to fight somebody, I'd prefer that they had their head turned so I could get a nice. Yeah, you just need one shot in and, you know, just get them off balance. And then, but, you know, like if it's going to be an actual fight, then they have to fight back. You know, it just can't be one move. I kicked you and then I took off running. As much as I would like that to be the case. Yes, it's got to be a fair fight. You got to play by the rules. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer Uh, to fight with mind games like any good female does. Very nice. Yes. The, yeah. the ones that'll just stay with you for years. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Except no, that's actually not true. I used to be that way. Like I would mind fuck you, but now I'm very into like the, mm, I'm just going to push you out of my life. If you give me grief, mm. like I don't need that bullshit getting older, man. It really uh, opens that? your eyes to, uh, to what's important and what's not important and what you can deal with and what you don't have to deal with and how you can just be like, Hey, you're a toxic son of a bitch. And I don't want you in my life no more. So bye. Oh, it's so scrumptious to be able to just take those people, push them out and uh, not have to worry about that. That is, I used to, when I was, when I was a young buck, I remember I would stew over these little interactions I had with these people that were just jerks and it consumed so much of my time. And then I can't remember where I saw it. Maybe I was just meditating in quicksand somewhere in the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle. And it came to me where I and was the like, universe oh, I threw don't... you a rope. <laughs> yeah. The universe, the universe hit me with a two by four. And I was like, oh, I don't have to worry about these people. Yeah. And it's been great been great my face has been a little less puffy i still have the regret and water weight but there's not the the grudge that's maybe in a couple of months you'll have that penis tattoo (laughs) here's to hoping i am gonna start a gofundme for yes it's the it's the first tattoo you're gonna get it's like a go big or go home scenario right Absolutely. So I'm just gonna maybe I should just have it all across my face, not even just in one section, just shaft on my on my head. Honestly, that's a great way to make sure that you don't ever get into a fight, too, because I don't know a single person that's going to be like, dude has a penis on his head. There's not much else he's not going to do. He's fucking crazy. This guy is insane. He's got he's he's got the veins on it and everything. (laughs) I mean, 
That is the you most can... real looking tattoo penis I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> he even circumcised it when he redid it. I mean, what the fuck is this guy up to? There we go. Protection forever. <laughs> oh, God. There you exactly. Exactly. Just get all you have to do to avoid fights going forward is just tattoo a giant penis on your face. But then again, if you plan on having kids, you're not going to be allowed on school grounds. So definitely not. You will not be allowed in a lot of places. Um, You and Chris Hansen are going to become real close. Oh, God. Yes. You the government is going to target you immediately. They look for those keywords to target people and those tattoos where someone's like, oh, I'm going to get a dick on my face. They're like, flag, right there. Yeah. He's watched. Red flag, red flag, big red flag. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another, we, we don't have a protocol for this. What? This has never happened before. What do we do? I don't know. Just follow him, see what he does. It's, uh, it's just new, new grounds. Um, Stefan, tell us where people can find your podcast and what you would like them to know about your show. Oh my gosh. Well, well, Dana, thank you so much. This sounds like it's going to be the end of the podcast. I'm not sure if it is, but if, okay, well, let me just shower my gratitude to you. Thank you for having me on the show. I had a a blast and a half, two blasts, maybe a full on explosion. There was a lot of wordplay on here. That was hot. I like it. There there was it was it's so, so volcanic in, in in terms of temperature and i'm just so happy and this was a glorious time a great way to just blow off some steam um while still keeping it hot and uh where can people find my podcast wherever you listen to podcasts if you're listening here on wherever you are um it seems like it should have turned into a song but i'll keep it just <laughs> flat Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, uh, wherever you listen or watch podcasts, just search a comedy advice podcast and I will be there. Some of my favorite episodes, um, if you guys like Whose Line Is It Anyway, I've had Colin Mockery on and he was a hoot. Also just had Greg Proops from Whose Line, who is also hilarious. Um, uh, Eric Griffin from Workaholics, Lisa Lampanelli from all those Comedy Central roasts and many more. So, and, um, yeah, it, yes. And, um, I also, I have no idea when this is going to come out, but I do have a show tomorrow. So if it comes out after I had a great time and it was fantastic, (laughs) but, um, if if it comes out before great, but, um, in Phoenix, Arizona at the house of comedy, seven 30 PM, September 8th, I will be doing a show called trash or treasure with my co-host Lamar Mitchell Jr. of the show, not of the podcast. And we are going to moderate. We're bringing comedians up. They're going to head to head and we're going to bring them topics like uh, seltzer water, almond milk, Beyonce. And they're going to have to argue whether those things are trash or treasure. So do they have to pick different stances? Is one like always the con and one's always the pro or how are you doing that? Excellent questions. Uh, I'm glad I'm reeling you in with curiosity. <laughs> so, so it's going to be around four or five rounds, and each round it'll be two new comedians. One gets assigned trash, one gets assigned treasure, and then we give them the topic. So they don't even know what it is. It's very unscripted. It's going to be hilarious. If this is in the future, it was amazing. So good. <laughs> And it's the first of its kind. So hopefully if we get a lot of people out, we're going to have it as a monthly show. That is really cool. And you said you are in Phoenix and it is the Phoenix Comedy House. Is that what you said? 
Oh, yeah. It's at the House of Comedy. Yes. House of Comedy. Okay, perfect. Awesome. That sounds really fun. You're going to have to let me know how that goes. Oh, definitely. Will do. Will do. It's uh, it, it was a blast, Dana. It was so much fun. It was <laughs> the funnest trying to thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I had four pints of ice cream afterwards and I didn't gain a pound. It was oh my beautiful. God. You are the luckiest yeah. guy on earth. <laughs> and you I know mean, what? I am also very, very lucky because I have you guys coming on and listening and watching the show. And I just want you to know how much I appreciate that. And guys, don't forget, even if you are not nailing it this week, you're still going to get that participation trophy. See ya. (laughs) 